aka Black Rocker on Twitter and Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me is the website. This is another episode. This is, that was a deep breath. Um, this is episode 75 shoe. Have we done shoe already? We've probably done shoe. I guess it's alright though. Episode 75, shoe. I wanted to go for a better name. I'm a little bit disappointed in the name I picked. That's alright, we'll get over it. You will get over it. Today we've got the Toth deck again, the Alistair Crawley Toth deck. Let's make a. Let's ask the Toth deck how this episode's gonna go. Alistair Crawley Toth deck, how is this episode going? We get a flip. It's the Lovers, number six. Trump card the lovers got a bunch of symmetry going on that's cool is this episode gonna be symmetrical is it gonna be lovely we'll find out stay tuned this is 75 shoe, 75 shoe. Oh, it's Saturday night. The opening song is The New Panic at the Disco. Say amen. Saturday night. 
that fucking video for that song is so cool. They got Brandon Yuri being like a spy, devil-possessed person. It starts out where there's like a uh, artifact was stolen, an occult artifact was stolen, and it's like this little devil key, and he's got it around his neck, and like people break into his house trying to steal it. They're not like the police, but they are trying to steal it. And it just like murders all of them. This video, he, I mean, like some of it's off camera, some of it's on camera. But the death toll is in the teens. Teens to 20. And like, he's just like singing while he's doing it. He's like getting ready for a date. It's like a really cool video. It's tight. And then after recently, I've seen another video where they tried to piece three Panic at the Disco videos together. Which, I mean, they could do a lot better. Panic at the Disco literally has... I think it's Emperor's New Clothes, the song. It's like... Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Welcome to the end of If you cool, taste cool, must be mine. They have that song and they have the the other one where he's like in a doctor's office. Like those two connect. But like, those are like definite connections. But like others videos. Panic at the Disco has some really awesome videos. One of my favorites is L.A. Devotee which is like they kidnap a kid and then they strap him to this occult ass chair. It's very witchy and it's very like we're brainwashing your children -y. and the song is just another L.A. Devotee. I probably didn't get the, the tone on that right. L.A. Devotee I can't remember how it goes. I remember the breakdown though. Oh, now I do. It's very high paced, high beat. Just another just another row. Just another really Like that song has got a really fucking cool video. And then the the one where it's like Hallelujah maybe? Where he's like running through this thing trying to catch this girl and there's a bunch of optical illusions stopping him. That's a pretty cool video. I mean, they got a lot of cool videos. Panic of the Disco is amazing. I'm glad that their new album is like different but also still amazing. I'm kind of wondering when they're going to get back to pretty odd if he's like ever getting, if the band is ever gonna like 
do another pretty odd type album. It's just like just a bunch of flowy, amazing songs. We've talked about Panic at the Disco for upwards of five minutes. Okay, we're getting text messages. Phones like you've talked about Panic at the Disco too much, my nigga. I'm brave of the devil on the weekend. Mama gonna get another amen. Oh, it's Saturday night. Then they also got the new song, Fuck a Silver Lining. Because only gold is hot enough. Fuck a silver lining. Fuck a because only good is hard enough. What's going on in my life? Not much. What's going on in your life? Not much. What's going on in our lives? Not much. This is what is going on. <laughs> That's a, a new song that they might come out with. They might not. Or it's just something I just sang just now. Stand-up sets. We got five recordings. Two will be played before tweets. Three will be played after tweets. Because fuck a silver lining. One is Carrollton Station. The other is Dante's new mic. Carrollton Station's like four minutes, 3.41. Dante's new mic, I did 15 minutes. And it is me talking to the phone and almost nobody else. There are people listening, but like... You hear the background noise, like where it's. I doubt anyone laughed at like any point. I mean, like there were points where I had people's attention, of course, but like it was more. It was more like an unprepared TED talk. We'll get to it. You'll see. Um, I'd like to flip a card. Let me put this down for the silver lining. For the silver lining. Cause only good is hard enough, hard enough. Panic at the Disco is working with like fucking orchestras for this album. It's gonna be fucking amazing. And it's got the word, oh, their new album is called Pray for the Wicked. And like, I was nervous about it when I first saw like the titles of the songs, because those two songs came out on like the same day, Silver Lining and Say Amen. And I was like, oh no, they're either going like either hippie, happy, 
and then like pray for the wicked they're either going religious or hippie happy but then it's like this <laughs> this weird towing the line of sacrilegious and like kind of making fun of religion a little bit We're just bringing up the evil that exists within the system. I swallowed the word system. Evil that exists within the system. I was gonna flip the cards about something, but I forgot what it was. Oh yeah. Alistair Crawley Toth deck. Why do I want to flip this card? Not why, why is a hard question. Why is a hard question to read from a card? To read the answer from a card? But since I already asked, and uh, we got the card ready, why do I want to flip a card? We get internal indolence. I think indolence was like sloth. I think we looked that up last episode. Because I'm lazy? Is that why I want to flip a card? Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> fuck a symphony. I'm not gonna waste extremist amounts of time. Although I do have a lot I want to talk about. But you know, you know, I don't know what to do, <laughs> I don't know what to do, this is Carrollton Station. Yeah. <laughs> 
bombing as much as it was doing new jokes badly you know sometimes you got new bits and sometimes you do them badly I didn't connect with the crowd but I did do the weird perception game where cadence and words didn't match up all that well. And then I feel like the perception, oh shit, I feel like the perception game is easier to do when you're black. Maybe even like Even like tattooed rock stars can do the perception game. But it's like once they do anything to give you the good perception, then it's like the bad one's ruined. I feel like when you're black, it's almost impossible to ruin the bad one. <laughs> you know? Like, people can have the perception that 
this black guy is uneducated. You start saying some educated things, they could still have the inkling like this black guy is uneducated. Or this black guy is a hood black guy. Or just anything that people perceive as the negative side of positive and negative. And I don't mean like evil or bad or whatever. Just opposite polarity of the opposite polarity of good, wholesome fun. You know, talked about doing that perception shit a lot. Where it likes going like up and down. Like high vibration, low vibration, but not exactly low vibration. Just the appearance of low vibration. Bragging, shitting on myself. That's the easiest way to explain what I'm trying to say. The, the levels. The up and down motion. Bragging, shitting on myself, bragging, looking stupid, looking smart, looking stupid, looking coherent, looking incoherent. I mean, that was a good example of it, but the incoherence was a little too strong. This one is going to be... I don't know how loud this is going to be. I don't know how loud the bar talk is. I don't know how loud my voice would be. I have no idea of the levels of this one. So, I'm going to do some volume adjustments while it's in play.
It was weird, but also productive. I got to see how my sets would work in a long setup. I got to put two bits together. That was cool. I put two sets of bits. I got to see, like, well, no. I'm just going to mention the one thing. Because the other shit is different. <laughs> I feel like that was a bad explanation for the ideas that were in my head that I rejected. I feel like the ideas that I told you I rejected did not get a fair trial. They didn't get a fair picture painted. Uh, I didn't clearly state... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is like subconscious making up for me not connecting with the audience. I totally didn't connect with the audience. <laughs> I was like pure unconnect disconnected stand up like the context was all weird and shit <laughs> the the vibe of the room when they'd listen and then like it wasn't worth listening to cuz I was not addressing them what was the word I used playing to Forgot the word. Anyway, those ideas I rejected was that I was gonna say I put two bits together and it worked, but I did that twice. That's what I said, what I wanted to take back why I take it back is because I already mentioned before I did like the long version of sets and I also put two bits together I separated them before and then I was like oh yeah I did that twice I was taking credit for the same thing that I had already mentioned and I was like no forget that but then I didn't give it a fair trial picture I didn't give it a fair picture of idea I didn't give the projected idea a fair trial, you know? So I had to see him out. Gotta make up for that shit. Much like making up for not connecting with that crowd. Zero connection. Whoa, I was talking to my phone. I was definitely looking at them. I didn't get the... <laughs> I wasn't feeling the vibe from the sight that I felt from the sound. But, put some bits together. <laughs> nice to hear the long version. Some shit stringed together, that's cool. I think the ayahuasca sexuality by bits are going to work really good together. Really good together. They're going to have to be separate from my 
psychedelic drugs bits. Also put making shit ghosts right before the ayahuasca thing. I guess I'll listen to it again to see exactly how I got there. But somehow, like, I feel like I didn't do the whole bit of making shit ghosts. Although I did. No, I did. <laughs> that didn't divide with that one. It was like... It's, it felt like I was talking about them. Like, as a observer, it felt like I was directing it at them, but, like, literally, those are just my jokes. They happen to pertain to, to people who would rather talk in a bar than listen to my intellectual stand-up, making a very shit ghost. They're not going to learn anything. <laughs> Were those jokes? Were they... Anyway, did do the whole bit, and then, yeah, just went into to the top of the drug bit. It was another weird point in that set, when, like, I finished doing the new material, or the material that I think is new. And, like, <laughs> it's like I even forgot bits that I, I, I did like well those were days ago but a few sets ago I just had it on my mind fuck it it's documented literal sets ago I did jokes and shit but I did not do them that time I went straight into like sexuality which was a weird jump did not read the crowd. Oh, I went into sexuality because it was a part of the ayahuasca thing. And then it took me to the other bits. Then to identifying as things. And that definitely was not how you rolled those bits together. They were like <laughs> very out of order. Although I don't know if the real sexuality bits and the identifying as go together at all. Although maybe. Oh shit, nigga. Alright. You don't have to think about this because this isn't. It's your job. Also, if I do do it, if I do do it, if I poop it out, it'll be on you tweeted you mean it anyway. So it's like you don't have to work your mind thinking of what I'm about to say. But imagine this, guys. <laughs> it's totally up to you if you want to listen to anything I'm about to say. But my God, listen to me, guys. You have to hear this. You have to picture this with your <laughs> I like that. I might put that in in the bits. That might be a joke. You know, I, I just me like saying you don't have to listen to something. 
And then immediately after, when I'm starting to talk about it, be like, okay, now listen. Now picture this. <laughs> anyway. Doing the bits in this order. First. Sexuality. Then ayahuasca. Then identify as. I think that would work. But the rest of the psychedelic bits. I don't know where they'd fit. If they would fit in that set. It would be like a whole different bit. If those three bits together are one bit, then the, the other material about psychedelics is a whole nother bit. I don't think it's compartment. Compartment. That's definitely the wrong word. It's the wrong word, but it's also a valid word. Actually, now that I think about it, it's quite correct. Maybe I do know what I'm talking about sometimes. Uh, speaking of the up and down, high vibration, low vibration, sound dumb, sound smart, make fun of myself and brag. That emotion was not connected with the audience. It might be connected with the bits, but that was pretty much like a workshop. That was definitely like a workshop mic. And I complimented it in the beginning. I knew what I was about to do. I was like, this is the workshop mic. And then I even told that lady who was trying to make me do a joke about her. I was like, thank you for... Thank you for trying to connect. And me doing a joke about you depending on how the joke goes, could definitely win the audience over. But I'm not trying to win the audience over. <laughs> that is not my prime objective. Now listen to me finish this bit that you have no idea what it's about. I want to flip a card about that set because I'm divided. I'm divided. I want to make a third. We've got two sides. We need the triangle. We've got... What do we got? Oh, the two sides are... IMAX. <laughs> now you got you and then you got the observer. Now you got... <laughs> opinions. Opinions on the thing. How does this connect to one, two, and three? Or is it zero, two, three? Zero, one, two, zero, two, three. What was it again? I don't remember. It was an Instagram thing. Just now the phone vibrating. God damn it. That was the weather. The weather vibrates. 
It's just like a notification. Oh, it's this many degrees outside. Let me vibrate your phone. Anyway. trying to think of the benefit of making an argument a third making something that's binary trinary like was why is I mean building is like a obvious thing but it's not like true that doesn't make it better that you have three even dimension wise the third dimension doesn't make the second dimension any less but it's like, what is my benefit? To go to one. Is it just one, two, and zero? I think it is in the analogy zero, one, two. We started with two. Trying to pull out a zero so we can get to one. That is not mathematically <laughs> helpful, more logically. But literally we did start with two, trying to add a something to get to one. It sounds like you would subtract something with like the math and the logic are, are not connecting right now. And that is disheartening. Trying to find like a truth equation for why it's cool to take the binary into the trinary. I mean, we know like it's got like more advantages and shit, but like, is it necessary? I'm gonna shuffle the deck a little more now that I had that whole speech. No idea if the deck's changed its mind about anything. We're gonna put an upside down card on top to make this more personal. So we have a good and a bad. And we're going to add this third to bring it back to one point. Was that set good or bad? Positive or negative? We flip. Oh, fuck. I'm supposed to ask Alistair Crowley Toth deck. I already flipped, though. We get the chariot. Which is a goddamn wheel. <laughs> Number seven. Chariot moves shit. And we should move on. <laughs> hey, we're just an hour in. We've got some tweets and we've got two more things. This might be an hour 30 podcast. 
I'm going to start the tweets on the May 20, talking about episode 74, our previous episode. Get your ears on the newest episode of my podcast about Twitter. You tweeted you mean it's 74. It's late night and I got Marilyn Manson on again. Gotta type at least two sentences tonight. My beer is close to warm and I've been listening to Von Bomar for the past hour. I wanted to go straight into typing the book, but I came here and now the momentum is almost gone. Gotta travel back in the past right quick. BRB. 302 words tonight. Good word count, baby. Pulled it out of my half-sleep head and shit. A lot of dialogue happening in these words. They negotiate and shit. I moved back towards each character displaying their respective personalities and it felt good. Side note, I've been listening to Mechanical Animals. It's made me want to listen to Arctic Monkeys for some reason. Arabella, please and thank you. I'm going to listen to that while I get ready to go to sleep. Stand up happening tomorrow. Guess who's about to suggest that you don't have to really guess. I'm about to type some book. I didn't last night, but I did do stand up last night. Also, AP Bio is an amazing show that gives me the feels. I loves it. Also, Atlanta is amazing. And Black Lightning is good too. Can't wait for Legion to reappear. IDKY, I'm thinking of what to write while on this window of Twitter. I should probably be on the books window. Hashtag the day Billy fell off cliff. Well now, Twitter, did you know that won't spelled with an apostrophe? I had no idea until a Google ago. I mean, maybe I did know at some point, but won't is well not. But like won't, 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 won't. Weird. Took a while, but word count for tonight is 254. These are exciting times. I'm going to do some cool shit with their intuitions. I just meditated for the past 30 minutes, but like as procrastination, trying to think of what I could possibly not type in the book. I don't want to type anything tonight. I don't feel like it. I want to dream and be happy in another realm and shit. I don't even want to tweet honestly, but now that I started, I have many thoughts competing to be voiced and documented for later. I mean, I did just spend 30 minutes of undocumented, unrecorded thoughts. LOL. I'm watching Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix and I enjoy it. Hashtag yo. This was the main thought and now most other thoughts seem to not be there anymore. So fuck. I'ma put on some music and try not to ruin the story. Going with Franz Ferdinand always ascending for the music tonight. Also seems like both Kate Nash and Lily Allen are both coming out with new albums. Soon. They were always a package in my head but the synchronicity is a bit odd. I found the new Lily Allen song. I'm so supposed to be typing that book. Haven't looked at it yet. Alright, I promised no one I would do it, and I'm going to do it. Gonna type some words. Part of the story writing seems to be a lot of meditation and not so much writing. I think that's because I have no idea what's going to happen in this moment, but yet this moment will dictate the future. Not the overall future, but still. Like, every moment it's important. Wow, I wrote 136 words. It's like less than half a page. But it's a point where the chapters could end and I could start another chapter after. I won't because that would add even more pressure. Tomorrow I should try to start writing in the daytime to push through. I'm typing, but also I posted on Instagram and my phone didn't tell me I spelled quintessential wrong. Pretty embarrassing. And I'm going to assume that's why no one liked the picture. Last night was 55 words before falling asleep. Started a new chapter. Typed 154 words today and it's still daytime though. Last night I had a word count of 25. SMH. Hey. <laughs> Those have been the tweets for the wiki. Or over a week, who knows, who cares. This has been some tweets. I got impressions, but not a lot. I didn't tweet very much, honestly.
tweeted about the book, tweeted about some TV shows, also, also, although just mentioning the names of them. Jack White's got a new album. Kate Nash is coming out with a new album. Lily Allen is coming out with a new album. We already talked about Panic at the Disco's new album. I pray for the devil on the weekend. Mama, gonna get another amen. Oh, oh, it's Saturday night. The meditation thing, mechanical animals, arctic monkeys, the thing I wanted to mention was guess who's about to suggest that you don't have to really guess. That is a sentence. That is an amazing sentence. Guess who is about to suggest that you don't have to really guess? I shortened it and lengthened it. I like the idea of shortening and lengthening phrases. I've been doing that on Facebook. That's like a secret public thing right there. Secret being that I didn't say that I was reducing phrases. It just looks like it. But like what if I just typed that out? <laughs> Alright, I'll... Anyway, the secret thing is that I didn't explain the process. Public thing is that I just pasted the results. So, uh, an example, I typed out, guess who's about to suggest that you don't have to really guess. So, like, what I do is I, like, take out words that, that are, like, filler words. Take out words that don't really matter. So, out of all the words that are in, guess who's about to suggest that you don't have to really guess? I got the phrase in my head without, like, literally taking out words. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a tweet that's stationary. It's not a written out type thing. So, I can't, like, delete. If I could delete words like that, then I would literally do it. Let's see, which words would I delete? I don't even know. But the, <laughs> the new sentence. Guess who's about to suggest that you don't? really have to 
I'm thinking, I think I lost it in translation of the process. Guess who will suggest that you don't? That is the simplified version. Guess who's... I guess it's who'll now. Guess who'll suggest that you don't? And then that's a finished phrase and it kind of means something different. It's got like, to me at least, it's got the meaning of guess who's about to suggest that you don't have to really guess. It's got that whole sentence in guess who'll suggest you don't. So that's what I've been doing on Facebook. Also, that was like the real... That was the... In the past, I wrote something that is very much alike the thing that I said on this podcast that I want to turn into a joke, which was, uh, don't eat... I mean, like, you're already going to eat... Oh, I'm repeating the whole thing, but the midst of the joke was... You really don't have to pay attention to this part. I mean, like, you could take a break. You don't have to envision anything or anything because, like, you'll see it later. All right. But listen to this. Picture this. You have to. You have to see this. Giving the that effect of uh, up and down, positive, negative, smart, dumb. Guess who's about to suggest that you don't really have to guess? So those are in the same vein. The, the written on the tweet it's got like a cool rhythm to it and it's written out I could use it as a one-liner I'd feel weird if I wrote it in my book which I haven't used by the way I mean we're gonna get into the last three sets this week no book so far oh shit about to drop my phone and shit So the next two are Sunday. I think I did. Actually, I don't remember. I think I did all right on Sunday. They weren't killer sets, I don't think. 
I don't think, I don't think, but I don't know. I'm curious to hear the last set, which was in Baton Rouge at a no-show at the Guru. They had a no-show event that Paul Joseph invited me to with Laura Sanders on it. We all rode up to Baton Rouge. That was pretty fucking tight. I'm curious to hear that set. Because I feel like I went in a weird direction with like old bits. I could have did like better old bits or I could have did a different array of old bits. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the set was like. I'm curious to know for reasons that I will not divulge. Because they don't need to be divulged. So now I'm excited to get to that shit. What was I even talking about? I was commenting on the tweets. Where are we at in time? Hour 11. Not bad. Not bad. Who do we flip in the car then? Did I over explain a bunch of shit just now? That one? And then, depending on the answer to did I over explain a bunch of shit, are you, do I treat you dumbly, the audience? Because I like to think I treat you as myself because I am an audience. I am an audience. <laughs> I am Legion. I am an audience. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's one of those. Is that a joke? Or, or was that like a Freudian slip? I was trying to ask if I treat the audience dumbly. But I was like, I am audience. I am an audience. I am audience sounds like an actual use of a verb. Anyway, first flip to wrote Alistair Crowley deck. Do I over explain shit? Did I over explain shit just now? We get a ruin. Ten of Swords. Maybe the cards are saying that I ruined the show with that over explaining. You say that cards so mean. Now, do we do I treat the audience dumbly? We flip success. <laughs> Six of discs. <laughs> oh, I overexplain and I treat you dumbly. My bad. It's like good to to know, you know. Like, gonna work on my podcast hosting abilities. Stop treating you people like idiots. <laughs> that was pretty fucking great. Like very clear answers. Ow.
We're good. Um, also, this could have been taken in the complete polar direction. Ruin, as in the question is ruining the magic. Ruin, as in. I don't know what the other one would have been. <laughs> Ruin hasn't forgotten my ideas. <laughs> what was the other polarity? Do I over explain things? Ruin. Just mostly like a no. Also, like the question ruins it. But the other one, success. Do I treat you dumbly? Success could be looked at as a yes to a question or to the success of the people. They're getting success, they're gaining success. I'm doing successfully. Intellectual ruin and physical success. Why am I going into this so much? Because I did not want to flip those cards, have that to say about them, and then go directly into my set at Hio. So, what I did was I buffered with an over-explanation tied into another over-explanation surrounded by over-explanation questions finished with a cherry of over-explanation Backstage, uh, I was starting this joke. 
minutes. Am I in my head was like, Kai. And I was like, what, Mark? What are you talking about? I don't even have any bits about cotton. But it was like, no, no, cotton. It's like, it's like soft. It's soft, but it's like, you think it's got thorns and shit? And I was like, what are you talking about, Mark? Thorns and shit? That's not funny. But I, I still agree with my mind, so I said that on stage. Sometimes you gotta agree with your mind. <laughs> you guys, sometimes. I take psychedelic drugs sometimes. <laughs> you ever take psychedelic drugs? <laughs> it is interesting. Some people take psychedelic drugs for like a religious experience, you know? Some people take psychedelic drugs for recreation. That's cool. I don't do that when I take psychedelic drugs. Neither of those. What I do when I take psychedelic drugs, I like to test the integrity of my mind, you know? Test if I've gone insane yet. <laughs> Turns out I'm getting more sane. If you ever get more sane, it's frightening. <laughs> I don't want to be more sane. I took acid once, and like, it opened my eyes, you know? Now I can see out of like every corner of my eye. I don't want to do that shit. I didn't ask for this. You know? That's why I wear these glasses. Gives me a blind spot. You ever just be like staring out into space and you can see everything that is in your view at once? God damn. You know? I read about the male gaze. And now I'm like, I can't not gaze, you know? I spend most of my time ignoring what I'm literally seeing. <laughs> That's probably not good commentary for the, uh, the agenda. <laughs> I spend most of my time ignoring what I'm seeing. I can't run this way. I've got a cat call. Thank you guys for having <laughs> thing worked really well honestly to my honest self deleting this thing like I like that joke and then like I could have said something different like it's not this doesn't sound it's not good commentary for like uh, was a good joke bit right there This is not good commentary for the feminist agenda. I'm complaining like... And then coming to it. I'm ignoring everything I see. I'm ignoring 60% of the things I see. I've got a cat call. Oh, that was so in the moment. It was genuine. It was like, I see the bit and I'm going to reach for it. Oh, making up for that lame ass cotton bit. You gotta listen to your mind. <laughs> I take psychedelic drugs. <laughs> oh. Killing the transitions.
Killing the transitions, not killing it on the keyboard today, I must admit. Thank <laughs> you. 
down flow evil good evil good smart dumb smart dumb flow on that one even with the ambiguous story up down up down flow really cool is it some other bit possibly a new bit but I don't remember right now exactly um, what did I start with started with the crowd waiting for me then we started good I did do psychedelic a bit. I think. Honestly, I don't remember. Excited for as is an X recording. Well, let's do a flip about that. Uh, Alistair Crowley Toth deck. What do you think about that set? We get the Aeon number 20. It's a thing that's got a bunch of layers. Boom, but the bang, but don't, but don't bang.
It's going out, it's going out, here we going out, let's go out. <clears throat> Alright, this is in Baton Rouge, we did the flips of the Eon, the other side was cool, I enjoyed it a lot. Although I don't exactly remember what bits I did. That's neither here nor there because it's recorded. Fuck it. And also, I was not trying to remember what bit I did during that moment of silence. That's not what that was. We get a 10 minute bit, 10 minute, 19 seconds. A little of that is me getting off stage and having a hard time pressing. Okay, nothing happened. Having a hard time pressing stop. So it is somewhat of 10 minutes. Baton Rouge, no show, the guru. That was scheduled for five minutes. Double the time. Uh, Should have gotten off, but they let me go along. It's not like I ignored a light, but like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh... 
meta and shit. Do you ever be meta? I like to be meta about like everything I'm doing though. I like to talk about my jokes while I'm doing them. This isn't my bits. I don't know why I'm not doing my bits. Do you know why I'm not doing my bits? I'm supposed to ask the audience questions and stuff, you know? It's like real specific questions about stuff I'm doing right now. Questions that only I can answer. You guys ever ask the audience questions that only you can answer? <laughs> Just looking for versions of myself and shit, you know? That's what I do. I recently learned a shitload of information from YouTube. I am a YouTube scholar. Uh, no, that's not a phrase that people throw around, <laughs> but it is it. true. I've done my 10,000 hours on YouTube. YouTube scholars are going to be really popular real soon. Real, real soon. Also, I don't really make eye contact <laughs> on that often. If you see me like staring up into like the windows, it's normal. Don't, don't be freaked out. Titled, 
uh, a love manifesto, a manual and policies of writing the stick by Byron Burzard, you know? And then it's going to have the coffee dates. It's very, like, one straight line thing that I have to do in order to date now. I'm going to have to go on coffee dates. I'm going to have to bring the book. The girl's going to be required to read the whole book while we're there. That's a bummer, you know? Who will ever do that? Then I'm going to have to look in her eyes as she's reading each paragraph, you know? Like, oh, I would have laughed at that paragraph. This person is less of me than I thought, you know? It's rough. <laughs> I make myself laugh sometimes. I was lame. But man, I feel like that, that version of me is just going to end up being a time lord. You know, that's the only way I can date is become a time lord, right? Just searching for verses of myself in the present moment and shit. Can have a pair of Google glasses, maybe scanning people. Like, oh, this person is 30% me, but is it a past version of me or is it a future version of me? You know, that's important. You know, is it is the same DNA as or the reincarnation? That is definitely important unless you date your cousins. In which case, it's not important. Past or future version is cool. Like, a lot of people are past versions of me. But, like, do I just, like, round them all up and wait for them to grow into present versions of me? Like, ripening fruit? I feel like that's not how you date. But I don't know. I'm just an occultist. (laughs) 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 Man, versions of myself, man. Future version? That is scary. If I meet a future version of myself, it will totally suck me into their lives. I think I'm the shit. If I meet a future version of me, totally taking over. I didn't sign up for that. I feel like what makes me most like a time lord, though, is that I don't really care what happens in the present moment. I just got my one vision, you know, tunnel vision. Just searching for versions of myself. I'm like, what, Trump's president? Who cares? I'm a 75% version of myself. Past. Great. You know? What is raining meteors? Who cares? I'm a 30% future version. It's great. Great day. <laughs> also, there's this weird thing in time travel where if you need a version of yourself, you'll probably break the space-time potential and like either erase yourself out of history or destroy the whole universe. So like dating for me is like, oh, I'm looking for a person to destroy the universe with, you know? Just a normal Saturday. <laughs> Either destroy the universe or remain single. <laughs> Options. <laughs> I didn't even write that manifesto yet. I already know that's the deadline. Being time travel is hard. It's a rough life. <laughs> I feel weird that I learned a shitload of information that's relevant. <laughs> like being a time traveler is now legitimately scientifically provable. You ever learn some shit like that? Where you're like, oh yeah, anybody can time travel, but like, who the fuck's gonna wanna do that shit? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna wanna have the wherewithal to travel time and shit? <laughs> <laughs> So I have no idea what I'm talking about.
right now. <laughs> uh, also, everything I say is like a really intricate lie. And that's just the life I live in paradoxes. I love living in paradoxes. You guys, I'm going to end this with a little story that I like to tell at the end of my bits. It's a nice classic joke setup. Um, it's just a classic joke setup, though. Um, so there's a, a politician, there's a wizard, and then there's an alchemist, right? <laughs> they go into a bar that's seems to how to get drinks, okay? okay. And the politician's like, me first. Alright, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna corral these people to buy us drinks, right? And the wizard, he's like, well, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna trick all the people into thinking that I'm the politician, then I'll get the drinks, right? And the alchemist, he's the whole story. Thank you guys, I'm Brian Reeser. Oh, I was too comfortable. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> the connection was not audible. I don't know. I don't remember them responding all that much. I mean, I remember a few responses. Like, it was very hard to hear. I was on a stage and they were like a few feet back, but usually I'm in a bar and like there's extra noise. This one was like extra quiet. But like, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go down enough, I guess. Or was it? I went down too much. I think that's why would it be? Might would it be? I went down. What even did I start with? Oh, I started down. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I started as if they knew me, or if they knew my patterns and shit, and it was just like four people. But I was like, that was a performance as fuck. Cause like the perception thing. Oh, so good. <laughs> Holy shit. One point I tried to explain explain my set <laughs> it's like no this is the set did I even erase that yet I did not
That was pretty much like the example of over explaining, over explaining, over explanation, over explaining into like talking to the audience like they were dumb. But like twisting the fact with the fiction with the truth is like what I do. I mean, you're listening and you've heard the other sets. It's literally what I do. <laughs> I should have finished the bit when I was like searching for versions of myself. Is anyone here Byron Broussard? I should have finished that bit. That would have made things a little bit different. But like I went into Time Traveler bit and that one is a <laughs> that's a bit you do when you got the trust already that's not a bit you do to gain the trust that was more like a conversation explanation I explained what I was saying with a bit <laughs> I was like y you guys are not on board yet but here's why <laughs> Here's why I'm talking like this. That could have been accomplished with better bits, I guess. Done in a in a connect the audience way. Like even though I'm going to I'm going to look at the ceiling and project my jokes into the ceiling. I don't make eye contact. Even that was like part of the bits, but I don't know if they took it as such. It didn't sound like it. <laughs> it just sounded like I was like, hey, what's up? I'm in this bitch. I don't make eye contact. I don't know why I'm not doing my set. Just fucking around. <laughs> Sending a text message. Uh, trying to make this text message look not assholeish with an emoji. Is that what we use emojis for? To change statements from rough into delightful? I want like an emoji that's shrugging. 
like a shrug, like uh, uh, uh. the one with the sweat, the one with like the weird flat frown face with the sweat dripping down. It's like, uh, is that the shrug? Oh, there's also another one that looks like a shrug. It's got an actual frown, and it's sweat that's coming out. It's coming from the bottom other side. It's more of like a sorry shrug. That's <laughs> even more sorry or what? That's just a frown face. This one's like a frowny shrug. Seems perfect. This emoji says, I'm sorry, without being weird. Even though the sentence started with LOL. <laughs> you gotta go up and down. <laughs> anyway. We finished everything and I spent the last moments sending a text message. Do we go through that set all the ways and shit? It was weird. I don't know if people understood it, but I got off stage and I felt like I had a good set. Let me say that. I should say that because it does not sound like I had a good set. But I was recording, and I knew that shit was funny. I mean, I think a lot of shit is funny, but that shit was funny. Even the fact that I got a book there, and there's the tension of it being a small crowd, and I'm doing this. I'm like, yeah, that shit's funny. <laughs> the fucking set itself. I just like those jokes. But yeah, during the moment I got off stage and I enjoyed it. I was like, that was fun. I'm glad I said all of that. <laughs> and I still live in that moment in the recording and in my ears. I was going to say heart, but it sounded stupid. I live in that moment in my heart, you guys. But at the same time, future, present me, <laughs> present shadow, no present reflection. Reflection is the future, the shadow is the past. Anyway, connecting old shit. Um, what was I saying? Oh, present me. Yeah, I could have done better bits. I could have made that shit better. I could have did some newer shit. I could have did the psychedelic bits. 
that wouldn't have been redeeming. Most of my, I feel like most of my bits are weird for four people. Unless like one is like halfway in, halfway out, and like they're laughing. If there's a polarize, a polarizer, a polarizer. If there's a pole, if there's opposition in the room, then it makes it somehow like does the fission. But if it's like all on one side. <laughs> I enjoy that. I like think it's once again what I think is funny is very trivial trivial and what comedy is is not a conversation I'm willing to have. Like what is comedy? You know, like I'm not gonna do that. So much shit is comedy. But what I will say is I do love it when I do two sets at once multiple sets. I don't want to... I was going to like... prison... in prison, there's the word. I was going to imprison myself in the two dimensions. I like when I do two sets at once. Like, one people hear one set and the other people hear one set. But no, it's like, it's a multiple thing. I got the recording, the people live, like, there's definitely two opinions of how it went especially because mine is one and everybody else probably did not think I did well probably most likely but that's like just two and then there's the recording there's the opinion now that I've said all of that shit and put my view on it there's different audiences now this is like it's a living set so like any living sets I feel like are wins so like my standards on what's a win are weird and like sometimes I try to explain that to people like I'm not trying to be famous like I'm just trying to have a bunch of living sets <laughs> of a live array of work So, yeah, that was how you end it? We're going to ask the Alistair Crowley Toth deck, that was how you end it? It says art. Wow, very flattering. Number 14, art. Pretty cool. It's like a person's mixing some shit up in a goblet. Got a lot of symmetry going on. You know what that sound means. It's time for spiritual warfare. Also known as to regard battle. The last segment of El Show is spiritual warfare to regard battle. And what this is is much like battle. 
two people, two decks, one flip. Actually, we flip like three times, but the game is only the first. The game is the present flip. The game isn't the whole of the flips. That was definitely over-explanation. It was not needed. Anyway. <laughs> Spiritual Warfare, Tarot Card Battle. What's going on? You flip a card, I flip a card. We got Tarot decks. Whoever thinks they win, wins. Can you convince yourself that you win? Can I convince myself that I win? And what do the cards have to say about us winning? Is your card higher in number? Is your card possessing a cool strength that you can use to tear down my defenses? The winner gets soul. The winner gets the, the loser's soul. Soul. Play for your soul, put your souls on the line. You tweeted you mean it exclusive, except for that one card game that has like the rogue deck and they play for quote unquote like futures and shit. Although it's, it's more of a card game than tarot card battle, aka spiritual warfare. It's called Fate Foretold. It's kind of cool card game that I want to play one day. It doesn't have the ominous feel of fucking around with magic, but it does have a cool game system and a lot of cool different rules. So that's pretty fun. This one. The rules are simple. If you think you win, then you win. Oh yeah. Throw gun battle. I play that every day. Gotta listen to you tweeted you mean it for spiritual warfare. AKA to rock card battle. That's right, we're taking spiritual warfare back. What spiritual warfare? Do you mean that card game with the rope deck? What? What devil? Spiritual warfare? Do you mean the card game on you tweeted you mean it? There ain't no devils out there. Go win yourself some soul, baby. You tweeted you mean it. Win yourself some soul. Spiritual warfare. It's road card battle. On Podbean. So, we're gonna shuffle. You shuffle the deck. You shuffle. I don't know why I said shuffle so weird the second time. You shuffle your deck and then you flip one, two, three, flip. What do we get? I got Ace of Swords. That's number one of Swords. So, like, it's a powerful thing. You know, it's like one of the Swords, the Ace. Ace is a cool word, means a lot. Doesn't Ace mean a lot? Ace. Sounds like I, you should give me your soul, I win. <laughs> I don't know why I'm treating the audience like a dumb person again. Doing it again. Ace of Swords, what I would do with Ace of Swords is I would make it so 
intelligently attractive to give for you to give me your soul it would be the most intelligent thing you could do with the ace of swords just intelligence the wind we shuffle we shuffle we farewell and I mean that in both senses pun intended I hope you farewell and I hope you farewell boom yeah polarity speak polarity speak that would have been a good set to would have been a good bit to pull out during the Baton Rouge show. Polarity speak, then... Then people could laugh about whether they know exactly what I'm saying or not. Because that's the whole bit. Do you know exactly what I'm saying or not? Isn't that funny that you can't tell? And that sometimes you catch on, but sometimes you're like, what? Isn't that hilarious? Why am I doing this? Why am I over-explaining? We're gonna flip again. This is spiritual warfare. Did you make me over-explain in the last flip? I'll give you my soul. Here you go. Alright, one, two, three, flip. We got the Magus. Number one. We got another one. Come on. Jeez. This guy's like walking around like he owns everything. So with the Magus... I had to use this card to pay you for your soul with like anything in creation. I could create anything for you. You just hand me one soul. I'll get right on the creation. That's what we do with the Magus. Alright, we're going to do two more. I'm feeling a two more. I shuffled. Now we're going to flip. Flip number six, success. What I do with the six of discs, success. So I would trade you success for your soul, which is a lot like the Magus thing. Or I could like strip you of your success with this card until you're like, just take it. You know, it's like the blackmail version. <laughs> the polarity version of giving you success for your soul stripping you of success until you give me your soul we're gonna shovel I've been shoveling I shuffle all day that was more of a lyric than a statement alright one two three flip we get the chariot again number seven um, it's the wheel with this I would put you in a head spinning amount of incarnations until you were too delirious to do anything but hand me your soul do 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 chariot do 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 let's spin you around this has been do 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 you tweeted you mean you tweeted you mean you tweeted you if I had the keyboard on, I could have transitioned into something cool. And I used to do episodes where it transitioned into something cool. But now they'll do episodes where I just over-explain everything. You ever over-explain over-explaining to an over-explained over-explain? 
over x plane over the x plane what if that means something let me over explain if over <laughs> if being over x plane means anything let me over explain <laughs> I was gonna go into something longer and shorter. Like those statements. Let me read some. I wanted to read one or two, but I'd have to scroll through Facebook, and that's not what I wanted to do. I do want to read one or two, not scroll through Facebook. I'm gonna add an extra syllable to that last rhyme. But now I just over-explained it. Scrolling through Facebook. I can't imagine people who post a lot trying to search for something they wrote on Facebook. Like, this is a lot of scrolling. This is an unnecessary amount of scrolling. A lot of memes. What if this was like two weeks ago? I'd have to scroll like five updates a day. Okay, here we go, here we go. First we got if taught anything, it's taught nothing. If taught anything, it's taught nothing. Started as, if I've taught you anything, it's that I've taught you nothing. So I took out, you know, a bunch of the words until it's like its core phrase that still makes sense it's still connected to if I've taught you anything is that I've taught you nothing because I can remember you know I did remember what it was with only the hint words if taught anything it's taught nothing and then if taught anything is taught nothing it's kinda like its own thing and it's the other thing because that's how I wrote it I wrote it and then I condensed it Over explaining is how you expand it, but condensing it takes like a different muscle, the same muscle, a different process. The process is the best word. There we go. I don't know why it was so long to come. Condensing it's a different process. And there, that makes most sense. And that finishes that. Uh, we have another one. Eternally closer, seemingly insignificant manner. I think that one was condensed in my own mind. That one doesn't mean 
that one wasn't like condensed in the cut out words way but that was condensed in my head where I was like deadlines are coming closer deadlines are always coming closer because it's like you can ignore it so it's like the deadlines are eternally coming closer they seem to be quite insignificant something about insignificant and I had to like change words I did condense this one did I condense this one this is definitely condensed at least in my head that's the consensus it was condensed possibly in my head so that whole sentiment of deadlines probably about my book maybe about the podcast I don't know eternally closer seemingly insignificant manner insignificantly I know that was a part of it but I was like no in the insignificant manner and then this is the explanation I did explain it word vacuums attract personal meaning turning basic into complex leave room for God that's a very stupid explanation but it is a word vacuum and it attracts personal meaning and it turns a basic phrase into something complex it turns oh how long ago was this that was the 23rd is that the same day I did the podcast oh fuck I already deleted everything I did scroll through a lot of days what's today even is the 29th so that was definitely a long time before my Baton Rouge set which was like yesterday it was Monday definitely Monday today's like Wednesday Thursday actually anyway that was definitely before Baton Rouge is what I was saying so I did have the idea in my why am I justifying this this is way over explanation now I'm gonna over explain leave room for God leave room for the subconscious mind to do some shit leave room for chaos, leave room for the quantum it's trying trinary <laughs> turning binary into trinary the computer into the supercomputer what the fuck it's called quantum computer it's in it's in the ether at least and if it's in the ether then it's most likely also in the parallel universes so word vacuums create 
Okay. <laughs> that noise probably doesn't make me sound smart. Creates a space where to astro. What did I just say? Fuck it. Astral realm. Two ideas. Ether. Two ethers connect. <laughs> Here we go. Word vacuums create where two ethers connect. That leads to much like the quantum computer having the the one electron in multiple fucking realities or parallel universes. A lot of people would argue about certain literature and written word and try to say like yeah you might have your own opinion of what this says and what this means everybody is entitled to their opinion of what it says and what it means but as a professor of English what it means is what the author said it to mean right and, uh, yeah those teachers in English where they're like yeah you found this meaning from it but no the correct meaning and what the author wanted to contray 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 <laughs> portray and oh fuck the other word convey there it is portray and convey Contrary. 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 Oh, fuck. Entomology has ruined me. <laughs> or those people would say that it's what the author wants that is the right answer. For the author to say it's everything makes it quantum. And that is what that small phrase, small sentences, leave room for God, which is legitimately leaving word vacuums or leaving little vacuums for quote unquote God, who is a collection and or just us. A collection of us or just us or just like or any like thing you project your awareness into whether it be separated from you or not. Illusion of separation and all that jazz. Word vacuums attract personal meaning, turning basic into complex. Leave room for God. Sometimes, you know, you don't have to do word vacuums, of course. You can do, like, idea vacuums. You can do fucking explanation vacuums <laughs> just leave room for God guys also I thought about it and I was like do I mention that I have a 
new catchphrase or a new catchphrase, a new ending sign off. That's the best word. Do I mention that I have a new sign off or do I just do the sign off? But like just doing the sign off was like, well, I guess it would have been cool. It would have been cool to make it a surprise and I ruined the surprise by over explaining. But like I thought about like if if it really is my new sign off, I'm doing it all the time. Eventually you're just gonna know. So like why not know going into it like me, you know? It's not the fact that you know that makes it funny or not. It's the fact that people who have not listened to this explanation will not understand. And they'll be in a world, a world vacuum. Oh shit. <laughs> That's fucking tight. There are world vacuums. That's like books. Like somebody's read a book, they'll tell you about a book, then you just got this quantum idea of what the book is. But then you can read the book and destroy your quantum world. So I don't know, that's still like some type of vacuum. Not a very efficient vacuum. But it can create a vacuum. A vacuum creator, battery, a vacuum battery. A vacuum tool. That's, there we go. We're getting these words out. Somebody document this. Hope you robots are listening. <laughs> Uh, I would have, I would have pressed stop right there, but like I wasn't even on the window. Kind of didn't want to see how much time I had done between the time I knew I was gonna end and the time that it is now. But it's not actually not that bad, you know. I was even satisfied with doing 2:30, but like I saw I was gonna end at two, and I was oh, and the fucking condensing of the tweets. So I was about to have like a solid two-hour podcast, and I just kept going. And you can see that. So uh, let's end this with the cards again. Spiritual warfare was so long ago. We usually end on that. And on that note. We'll shuffle, shuffle the deck and drop some cards and make some spikes. That's cool. Some ending spikes. Just when you thought it was whispery, here's some spikes. Shuffling a little too much. This is not that serious. Shuffling is not that fun. Okay, it is very fun. I enjoy just the movement of the fingers and shuffling and picking things up and the, putting them back together and, and slapping them. Try to mush them together. It's very fun. Unnecessary for this flip, but fun. We're supposed to be ending this. Okay. <laughs> How did this episode go, Alistair Crowley Tooth Deck? Debauched. <laughs>
Fuck you, Alistair Crowley Toth Tech. This episode is amazing. Uh, now I'm trying to remember what it is. I can't end like that. This is unprecedented. We have to recut into the show. Uh, seems like I flipped the botch for a reason. I forgot to ramp down. You know, we ramp up, we gotta ramp down. This has been, you tweeted, you mean that episode 75, Shoe. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Keith Broussard, also known as Black Rocker, aka Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. You know, you can't just end like that.